Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All right, Mark. we're back. We're going to preview the West and East playoff pictures. Um, let's start with the West because it's pretty simple. So the Warriors are coming out of the West, right? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Let me look at the bracket. Are the Warriors coming out of the West? <laughs> Let me look at this bracket real quick. I got the Warriors. What are you looking at, man? The Warriors <laughs> are coming out of the West. <laughs> yeah, man, I have the Warriors coming. I mean. All right, next, on to the East. All right, let's go. On to the East. All right, uh, we're ready to go. <laughs> Okay, no, that's now. Oh man, <laughs> you gotta carry the two. See, you know, I don't know. Man, the, the Clippers looking uh, pretty interesting. Spurs on the look a little frisky. Okay, all joking aside, where do you want to start? East or the West? I think uh, the East is a bit more interesting this year. The East, yeah. Okay, let's start in the East then. Okay, so here's how it's gonna work. We're gonna go series by series, just so everybody knows. Give our thoughts on each one, and then we're gonna give you who we think is coming out of the East, and spoiler alert, who's coming out of the West. Well, I mean, I think we already said the spoilers, so. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with Celtics-Bulls. I think this one's pretty interesting. Um, can Rajon Rondo get revenge on his old team? This probably has, like, oh, 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 oh. It's going to be interesting. If you're the, if you're either team, there's so much, like, latent animosity going mm-hmm. on. Like, Rondo's probably trying to get back at the Celts. The Celts hate Dwayne Wade. Um, Yeah. And then, you know, Jimmy Butler, this is the person that they could have had on their team if they made the trade at the trade deadline. Like, there's a lot of uh, mixed feelings going on. I feel like Dwayne Wade, knowing that they hate him, mm-hmm. like, Dwayne Wade knows the hate is there. It's impossible not to. That is not, not the Dwayne Wade you want to play, man. <laughs> I, I hate saying that because I feel like Flash is well past his prime. Like, those days are done. But, you know, every once in a while, playoff Dwayne Wade, as the Raptors experienced last year, he hits threes. He, he gets every foul call, so have fun playing with that because playoff Wade is going to show up, and then playoff Jimmy Butler is also a beast. So I think they're going to push the Celtics, man. Yeah, I think this is – if you have money to put down an upset, I think this would be the best – no, sort of. It depends on what you think of a 4-5 matchup if that would be a, ever be an upset. But this would this is, this is the closest to an upset I can think of in round one that's not 4-5. It's just Boston is probably like the most. I wouldn't say they're overrated, but they're the most they overachieved this year. They're okay. vulnerable in the playoffs, just based on the way they play too. I mean, they don't rebound well. They're not very big. They're relying on a five nine guy to basically carry them to what a title. Like that's probably not going to happen. I mean, we haven't seen anybody get close to it since Iverson. 
Like, is that really sustainable? You just look at everything they have. Like, yes, they have nice pieces in place, but that's more future. We're talking about more future tense here than we are currently right now. Mm-hmm. Currently right now, this roster in comparison to the rest of the East, I like three teams better than them. Three teams? The I like the Wizards better, the I like the Raptors better, and the Cavs. Wow. I'm surprised you think the Bullets are, are better than them. John Wall over Isaiah Thomas all day. Okay. And I just feel like they, they both don't have a lot of depth. Like, you could argue Boston has some depth. But I just feel like if you're going to put their two bench squads against each other, it's not a stark difference. You know, like what they each have is not too, too different. I like the Boston bench mob, man. They got yeah, a you lot like of, it? They got a lot of. I, the analogy I heard is like they're a Swiss Army knife without the blade. <laughs> right? They, <laughs> That's a good analogy, actually. For right? Them. They have literally every. Like if you just had a superstar. Imagine if. Imagine if. I'm trying to think of a like just one superstar. Paul George, man, Paul George would be the guy for them. Yeah, like if you no, but then you would have to get rid of Jay Crowder, which isn't that big of a deal actually. Now I'm thinking about it, but like if you just had one superstar and you just put him on this team, like if you had like a any of like the top five you can think of, so if you had like LeBron, obviously, or like Steph Curry on this team would be disgusting, right? Kevin Durant, even like even like. Can you imagine Chris Paul on this team? Chris Paul on this team would be amazing, bro. Yeah, they would do work. Then, I, then, then I maybe I would, you know pick uh, the Celts over the Cavs if they had Chris Paul on this team. But I just feel like game. right now they're not equipped, man. That front court, like, dude, NBA playoff basketball, it slows down. Yeah, I don't it's get. Just, there's no the, way around it. Isaiah, it's so hard for Isaiah Thomas to score in the playoffs because people just like they just crowd him completely they're just all up on him and it's so much harder to get in inside it's just harder to do everything and when you're five foot nine and everybody else is six foot plus it's significantly harder to do everything and here's my thing when he doesn't get foul calls he bitches and complains and whines that i don't think he's gonna get all these foul calls in, in the playoffs like i'm not saying he's gonna get the lou williams treatment where <laughs> flopping balls aren't gonna be there but i'm saying guys like Dwayne wade jimmy butler they're gonna get their calls i would be very surprised if isaiah thomas got all his calls it's just—it's a different whistle in the postseason. It's a different play. Everything is very different. And I don't know if Boston is ready for that yet. Yeah, I hate saying that. I know Celtics fans would be like, you know, you're, you're crazy. Watch more Boston basketball. Like, sorry, Boston basketball. Like, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, it's hard for them to get out of the first round, like just in previous years. So, I think they'll beat Chicago just because I don't think Chicago's very good, and I'm like legitimately surprised that they're even in the playoffs this year. Aren't they on a streak? They're on like a. I can't even remember how many years. Man, they close out the, the regular season with like the Globetrotters, the Nets. <laughs> pretty sure some D League team. I think it was a joke. They're closing schedule. They're like, playing like the defenders. Oh yeah. man, dude! If the Heat were in this round one, I'd be all over the Heat on the Celtics. But unfortunately, we didn't get that. Man, you love um, the Heat, man. Absolutely, I love what they have. I love absolutely it. love the Heat. Yeah, I think they're a bad matchup for a lot of teams. Hassan Whiteside would have killed this this Boston team. And Dragic and Isaiah Thomas would have been awesome to watch. Yeah. Yeah, now, He's I'm, a pass- think- now I'm thinking about it. Yo. They got tons of D and three guys, man. They're they're an annoying team for the playoffs. Now I'm thinking about it. The Heat the Heat could have probably beat this Boston team. Yes. Jump on board and Raiders <laughs> Island will be coming out for game three. Yo. Taking oh the speedboat over Waiters. to Boston, you know? Jacking Dude, up new threes. Woo. That Waiters Island. Waiters Island in the playoffs. And imagine if they beat the Celtics. It would be unbelievable. 
how trash talk would be epic. the bandwagon would be so crazy for that Heat team. And waiters, and then another beach house for everybody. We can build a few. We would have to be looking at all the tourists coming over to Waiters Island, man. Trying to, trying to like uh, gentrify our, our area. We might be the only two Canadians on Waiters Island. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> a. Yeah, I think we're the only two Canadians on Waiters Island. But yeah, this, you know, it's going to be an interesting series. But I don't think Chicago's that good. Like, if Dwayne, if they do that stupid lineup where it's like Dwayne Wade. Um, Rondo and Jimmy Butler, like all in the starting lineup, like it just <laughs> no doesn't <three> work. <laughs> it's just so it's atrocious, bro. I don't understand it. And they, they've um, when Dwayne Wade left the team, it's just like yo, this team makes sense. You know, Paul Zipser got some Butler action, you know, and then that's it. The backcourt is a is a is a disaster. Miritich is good, all of a sudden. The backward. team's just not good. They're just average. They've overachieved on the stretch here. Um, I think they'll make it interesting, but they're going to lose in six. Mm-hmm. Six, maybe even five. Uh, maybe even five I think they'll be close games. It depends on I think the, they'll be close games. i got to watch the first game, right? If I, When I see the first game, I'd be like, okay, well, you know, the Chicago has, like, no shooting. And uh, Boston loves to shoot the three this year, so... They might just get outscored and just like can't keep up with a three point shot, and then they just lose out. Okay. All the Boston plays faster than people think too. And exactly. Chicago likes to play fast, but that favors Boston. All right, so let's move on. Then we both got Boston, Cavs, Pacers, Lance Stevenson, LeBron, Paul George, LeBron. However you want to frame this, we got a wounded animal. <laughs> no, I can't, you, you know, you just reminded me that Lance Stevenson's on that Pacers squad. Hey, you know what, though? I mean, if he blows in LeBron's ear, that might be all they need to get going again. <laughs> Just trigger him. <laughs> <laughs> might, like, trigger LeBron and uh, everything there's history. Oh, man. I just, <laughs> that's going to be... I don't think it's going to be, like, a you know a blow. I think that might actually possibly go six games. And I know that might be, like, a, kind of controversial because, you know, six, this, the Cavs, of course, they're going to kill the Pacers, but... We saw them play. We saw them play each other a couple. What was it like the second last game or the third last game of the season? And Paul George went for forty, and LeBron went for forty, and they went into overtime. The defense continues to be terrible. Lance Stevenson is giving the Pacers like this injection of rejuvenation, and uh, I still love Miles Turner. I like some of the pieces they have too, and I feel like they can you know hang with the Cavs, especially their starting five. But after that. I don't know. I know the both Cavs, benches are benches, ter- like the both benches are not good, dude. No, and all season I've been puzzled by the Cavs how they try and play smaller, yet they look slower. That's, so that's what happens when your team is like in the mid thirties on average. <laughs> Channing Fry, uh, Richard Jefferson, like Darren Williams, and they had Bogut for a minute. Right, he was a like hot a, minute. Right, and the he was like, revenge tour was dead in a minute. <laughs> right, and then he was like in his mid to early. I think he's like thirty two, thirty three. So like everybody's mad old. You know, Jared Smith is in his thirties. I don't know what to so tell what you. You're telling me is that we LeBron's in his thirties. Temper expectations with the Cavs. They bring it down a little bit. I think it's going to be like a six game series, man. I'm I'm interested in see in seeing uh, Jeff Teague and Kyrie Irving square off. I can't wait to watch that. That's going to be fun. I'll go with you, too. I'll say Cavs and six there. 
I don't think they lose, but I think it'll be interesting. As well. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, but I don't think they're going to lose. Remember the days when we would debate, though, like Pacers, more more specifically Paul George, LeBron James. We were like salivating for that matchup every postseason. The East Finals, that's what we wanted. Yeah, because if Paul George beats LeBron, everybody's like, oh my god. You see how how good Paul George is? And then they have that David West and Roy Hibbert, when Roy Hibbert was like relevant. Um, verticality. Remember verticality? He pioneered oh, he pioneered verticality. That. He did. Right, and he's still and he's still getting checks off of that because he is not a good player at all and he is still making money. Um yeah, Lance Stevenson, like the team was so good defensively. It was it was a you know, it was a great team to watch. I kind of wish that they beat the the Heat one time just to see him in the in the finals. Paul George, I mean. And now we're here. <laughs> and now we're here. <laughs> now we're here. The, the, the fall of the Pacers. Yeah, is the seventh. Actually an interesting storyline to, to read through. Yeah, the seventh seed, and Paul George might leave, and all that. Yeah, know, yeah it's awful. all that good stuff. <laughs> okay, Rap- Raptors Bucks. I know we previewed this on the other podcast. Um, should, I, should we even like go through this again? I guess we just give our predictions for this one. Your, your yeah, I, I got Raptors in six. I think I said them in five. Just write that down. Yep, five. (laughs) (laughs) On to the Wizards and Hawks. How did the Wizards lose this series is my question. I think they're going to beat the Hawks in, what, five, six? How do they lose? Um, John Wall turns it over. Um, John Wall gets hurt. That's it. Not even, no. He turns it over. Marcin Gortat has been playing big, big, big minutes this entire season and he is 30 33 i believe yeah, Google that real quick marching gerton is actually 30 yeah he's 33 um he's playing huge minutes yan mihimi just got injured so they don't really have a backup center uh auto porter he's been you know he's, he's been, i mean auto porter is kind of like the the litmus test for the the Wizards. Like, if he's playing good, then the entire team's playing great. And if he's, like, uh, not hitting the three, then we're like, ah, what, what exactly is going on here? And then Markeith Morris. I don't know. There's, I, I see there's there's a way for them to lose, but I'm not, I don't see it clearly, clearly yet. I've, I'll be shocked. If You'd the Wizards be shocked? Lose, I'll be shocked. Shocked. Wow. Shocked. Okay, think about it this way: the team has been overachieved. The te- this is like the healthiest team in the league, basically. Like there hasn't been any sort of major injury to them, and they've only made it to the fourth seed. And think about how when it, how many things have happened to the Hawks, right? Where the Paul Millsap injury, which just destroyed the team, right? And then the Schroeder turnover, like epidemic, <clears throat> you know. And then you know we have a. Uh, Hardaway Jr., Tim Hardaway Jr., he's coming on. I think there's a... I would not be, I would not be surprised if the Hawks won. I mean, I would be... Su- down to this, man. I would be surprised, but mildly surprised. I would still be shocked. I mean, you didn't sell me there. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. For me, it comes down well, to Coach Bud! The two guys that had the ball in their hand the most is going to be John Wall and Dennis Schroeder. Mm-hmm. I'll take John Wall all day, every day. I just... I don't see how they're going to lose. Okay. I just don't. Okay. I know they've been lucky to stay healthy as much as they have this year, the Wizards, but they're an improved team. I'm not going to get on the whole Wizards to win the East bandwagon like some people are. I mean, 
they need to calm down. That was one Cavs game that was close that everybody was like, oh, my God, the Wizard for real. No. <laughs> settle down. Just settle down. That was like game 60 of the regular season. People like the replace style versus the Cavs. Remember how we were just talking about how, you know. People like the Thunder's play style, too, when Scott Brooks was there. It's yeah. fun to watch. Yeah, and they, doesn't ki- make and they killed though. the Spurs. They killed the Spurs, like, for, like, three years. Like, they just destroyed the Spurs because of the athleticism. And it's the same thing with the Wizards, man. The Wizards like to play super fast, and we were just talking about how the Cavs are like slow as molasses because they have all thirty-year-olds. I'm still not buying it right now. Okay, I'm not buying it that far. <laughs> I'll okay. buy a ticket out of the first round from Washington. You know. Okay. I'm I'm buying a ticket to round two. I'm on that train with you guys. I think this is a seven-game series. Really? Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm taking the Wizards in six. I think this is I seven be games. Surprised it was five even. Seven? Okay. Seven games okay. either way. I'll take the Wizards because I think the Wizards are better, but I do see there are worlds where the Hawks win, and I'm not surprised. Okay. It's kinda of dull because we both picked the Celtics, the Raptors, the Cavs, the Wizards. We might as well just finish off the East then before we get to the West. Okay. Round two, we would get Celtics, Wizards, Raptors, Cavs. Let's start with Let's start with Celtics. Celtics Wizards. Let's start there. I like. See, this is I don't. This is hard for me because I don't think the, either of them are like significantly better than the other. I do like John Wall. You like John Wall, um, but I think the surrounding squad of the Celtics is better than the surrounding squad of the Wizards, right? So. If John the Wall beef could, is going to be unreal, in this yeah. Oh final. my goodness, yes! I'm so happy to see that come back. Where they were, remember when they were wearing, wearing all black? They do not like each other at all, right? So you got some animosity. It's going to be a fight. There's going to be at least one fight. You can book it. <laughs> yeah. They're going to, yeah. There'll probably be some sort of fight, but they're going to try to like stop it. Because remember when the Phoenix Suns when Amari Amari Sotomayor came off the bench, destroyed that entire playoff run. Well, let me let me be, let me clarify this a bit here. When I say fight, I mean NBA fight. Like no punches. Oh, hold a lot me of back. Like, you know, a scrum and stuff like the whole back and forth. But like this is an NBA fight. I'm not talking like hockey fight here. You know, huge mm-hmm. brawl. Like no, no, no. The threat to fight, not actually a fight. No, That's I, an NBA fight. Okay. I mean, I mean we, we had the Carmelo hit and run. You know, the punch and run. That was gold. Abe, you're acting <laughs> like you're acting like the Serge Ibaka punch to uh, the side of Robin Lopez's head didn't happen. Like he meant he, he, he wanted to he wanted to punch him though. But did he hit him? He he almost did. He glanced him. He glanced him. I like he had to like reach to make it seem like he did. I get what you're saying. <laughs> he gla- get- but he did but he did like they did want to punch each other. Like it wasn't like, you know, any sort of like posturing. Like he threw a legit punch and he just happened to miss. Okay. I'm not saying we get like malice at the palace, but Fight Watch will definitely up to if it's on a scale of one to ten it's like, at eight. like an eight and a half, nine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't think we. Should, I don't think we should go any deeper in the second round. Got to save our. We got to save the the hot takes for the Raptors, Raptors, Cavs, because I I really think that my selection on who wins that series is going to depend on how both teams look at the end of the first round. I agree with that, but I'll tell you what, I'm pot committed. I got the Raptors to win the East at plus a thousand. They're beating okay. the Cavs. I'll save the rest of the analysis for when they play. Because I'm going to join the Raptors. Get on the first. I'm going to join you. I'm going to join you. But uh, so we're not American. But I'll plead the fifth here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to join you in the in the in the plus a thousand. 
but that's a uh, pleasure. Uh, pleasure. Welcome aboard. I'm happy to see you here. <laughs> we're gonna save. It. We're gonna save. It. We're gonna save that for later. We're gonna save that for later. Okay, on to the West. <laughs> Let's do the West. All right. Um, earlier we said the Wizards, or sorry, not the Wizards. The Warriors are gonna win the West. Is that not enough analysis? No, man. <laughs> okay, okay. You're, dis- okay, you're dis- disrespecting Damian Lillard. Watch, yo, watch out, man. He's gonna drop some serious fire on on one of his Get tracks. The hell out of here. Okay, that, that's good. <laughs> he, he could do all that. Do the Blazers win the game? Yes or no? E- oh, you're thinking about it. Yeah. You just tell me not to dis- disrespect. Damian Maybe like an ex- yeah. like an explosion <laughs> of scoring, which usually happens with Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. That's probably how they win a game, but that's about it. So you got them losing in five? Yeah. Like, if, if I could write down four and a half games, <laughs> I'd probably do that. So I can hedge it, but uh, yeah, it's probably going to be five, probably five games. Most likely four. But I, I got a clean sweep. And I'm wow. also going to bet the Warriors to win every home game in the postseason. I'm just going to let it ride. Every home game? I'm going to let it ride until like I feel uncomfortable or I feel like, eh. There's some decent coin here, and then I'll I'll take it out, you know. Okay. But I'm gonna let that thing ride. Okay. Have They've been straight cash at home in the playoffs. So. Yeah, that's true. I mean, ever since 2015-16, uh, they've been cash at home. So, just in general, not even in the playoffs, just all the time, they just win. Uh, they like never lose at home. So I can see yeah. why you. I can see why you get down with that. Yeah, I'm just gonna let it ride and see what happens. I mean, if they lose one at home, so be it. Whatever. Okay. So Spurs. Well, all right, let's talk about Spurs Memphis. <laughs> okay, Spurs Memphis, man. I can't believe. Okay, well, before we even start our our predictions on this, one of my friends in my one of my friends in my uh, playoff bracket pool or whatever, they have San Antonio four owing Memphis sweep into the second round. A lot of people have that. Like Seriously? I don't know if you saw like the experts prediction on ESPN, but man, there's a lot of fours. Four zero. Like one of our favorite guys, Ethan, Ethan Strauss. Right. He got the Spurs in four. I just don't think Memphis is that bad. Like I think they're you know they're all right. I don't think I don't know. Maybe I'm over overrating Memphis. Maybe I mean I don't think they're that bad either. I, I could see this being a five game series if Memphis plays lights out for. I don't know. Another game, like, it's six, but I think it's Spurs and five. They're just better than them everywhere you look. Well, Tony Parker is going to get torched if he, if, if he even plays. He's going to get torched by Conley. Patty Mills, I, you know, I'm not, you know, he's all right, you know, defensively. He's okay. Great three-point shooter. I love his three-point shooting, but... uh I just don't, I don't I don't have a lot of confidence in their point guard situation. Uh, Marcus, oh, hit my mic. Sorry, Marcus Soul versus who? A Deadman? If they played, I don't even. Man, the spur. The thing with Pop is like he's willing to change up the lineups if he if he needs to. Yep. But I still think he would be playing uh, Deadman against Gasol. That's Gasol. That's in Gasol's favor. Um, <clears throat> there are some. There are some uh, advantages. The Spurs have Kawhi, stellar defense. Um, yeah, he's kind of good. I heard the guy's <laughs> decent player, right? And then it's they one about MVP talk with him. I don't know. I don't yeah, know what that's all about. yeah, exactly. They got him, <laughs> and then they got the you know the best coach. I just you know four O's. 
it's hard, it's so hard to follow a team unless you're so overwhelmingly better than them. And that's the only reason why I wouldn't I wouldn't have them for four zero. But is that your long winded way of saying the Spurs are going to win the series? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so no billionaire no billionaire walk from Marcus All. No. Spurs moving on in what? I think five. How many games you got? Yeah, it'd be like five, five games. Or yeah, I don't think it would get that much. I don't think it would get crazy or anything like that. It should be a five-game series. Okay. These next two series are very interesting. Although, I think people are overrating Oklahoma City. So, we'll hop oh, that one first. dude. Oh, man. Well, that, one's, that one's going to seven games. Really? Okay, why? First of all, one guy averages a triple-double. I mean, to be honest, like, Westbrook... Actually, maybe not seven games. I can play six games. And it's just Westbrook is... um. Is a madman, and the defensive and like the team is like actually really really good defensively, right? Even when he's on the court, you know he's kind of like a he devalues the defensive effort of the team, obviously because he's not that great of a defender. He likes to gamble too much, but uh, there's just so much defensive talent, and the Rockets love to shoot threes, and uh, they just have enough. I feel like they have enough, just enough to like actually compensate for the three point shooting. They got Stephen Adams for Capella. They got Oladipo. Oladipo is going to be <clears throat> Oladipo. I don't even think he will be on Harden. I think Roberson will be on Harden, right? And then you got Oladipo. To, I guess he would be covering Ariza, and then you know Patrick Beverly versus uh, Westbrook. Westbrook's going to eat Patrick Beverly. Westbrook hates Patrick Beverly so much. He's probably gonna eat him alive on the court. You just like, just when he dunks it, you just see Patrick Beverly disappear and be like, "What happened to Patrick Beverly?" And then realize uh, Russell Westbrook destroyed him on the way to the rim. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I think I think the Thunder, are, it's they're like low key really good. And plus, if it gets to a, like a crunch time scenario, I have the Thunder winning in crunch time. All right. All right. I'm still not sold. Here's my biggest issue with the Thunderman. Anytime they've played a team with an above 500 record this year, they've struggled. They're 14-23 against those teams, and they're 3-17 and against those teams on the road. Houston's right. got home court advantage. I don't see them beating Houston four times in Houston. Maybe they'll win one, but then I see Houston definitely getting one in Oklahoma City. Yeah, well, I think it's going to be like – one game, so like game one, I th- either either game one or game two, the Thunder. I'm pretty sure the Thunder are gonna win that game. But I can very much see the Thunder beating Houston in one of those games, probably game one, right? And then Houston wins game two, right? And then I would have OKC. They're gonna win their game at home for sure, right? So this already at two games. Is well, here's the thing: is you have to pick. Basically, you're telling me that. The Thunder are either going to win all three of their home games, or they're going to win two in Houston. It's if, one it's gonna, if it's coming down to seven games, then yeah, then they would win one game on the road. Probably win. I know for a fact they're going to win one at home, so that's two games. And then you just got to be like, they win one more in Houston or one more at home. That's seven, that's a seven game series right there. I think you're a bit generous with Oklahoma City. They're only twenty and thirteen home this year too. I mean. I mean, they've, yeah. won, they've won forty-seven games, so it's not like their their stat, their statistical, um, like saying that they've only won so many games at home. It's like they've only won forty-seven games, but I think they're 
they're an amazing just like remember last year when they were playing uh the warriors and how rambunctious that crowd was and how much it pumped up that entire thunder team the thunder feed off of their crowd and when that first game at home where it's russell westbrook versus harden and like russell westbrook dunks it and like oh my (laughs) the crowd is like this is the greatest player that i've ever seen in my entire life even though kevin durant was also on this team and uh, this is going to be showered with, like, you know, so much praise. I th- Like, I just can't see them just, like, being a no-show for two games at home. It just doesn't make any sense. I can see them getting two wins at home. But, man, they were 19-22 on the road this year. And to all of a sudden expect them to win two out of four games in Houston? I don't think they're, they're going to win the series. Okay. Okay. Because I got Houston in six. I have them at Houston in seven games. I think it's going to be a seven-game series. And Houston will win think, Game Seven at home, but it'll be I like it would be one of that. it would be one of those. Remember when um the the Heat played the Spurs in that seven game? It came down to seven games, but then the Heat just like killed them in Game Seven. This is yep. when when Ray Allen hit that shot in Game Six. In Game Seven, they just like destroyed them by like fifteen points at home, even the though it was shot, man. Jesus Shuttleworth, like that was. <laughs> Right, so like that came down to seven games, but like the seventh game, like they just killed them. And I think that's what's going to happen in that in that Rockets game in Game Seven. I could definitely buy that. I think entertainment wise, this will be one of the best series to watch just Absolutely. because of the style of basketball. Absolutely. Like um, if you have any fan, if you have any friends that are not really basketball fans, they're kind of like, eh, you know, NBA is boring. I don't like watching it. Blah blah blah. Let them watch one of these games, at least one. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, they'll change their mind. Puffer, make them watch Game Three when they're <clears throat> when they're in Oklahoma City. Yeah, that'd, that'd be awesome. Be, yeah, it's gonna be fun to watch. Damn. I'm okay, so, so let's, let's move on to Clippers Jazz. Okay. This is gonna be the best series in my opinion in the first round. This is my upset pick. I have the Jazz winning this. Seriously. I, mean, I like the Jazz too, but I'm <laughs> I'm so on the fence in this series, man. I've I've gone back and forth from Clippers to Jazz, Clippers to Jazz. I have it going to seven, but I'm just I'm so torn. Me too. I want to take Utah for so many reasons, but man, LA has just owned them for so long. So what? It's not like remember last at the beginning of the season. I swear I told you that the Jazz were going to win fifty games, and they I won was all f- over that with you, man. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right. They won fifty one. <clears throat> Favors is back. Right. Gordon Hayward is probably the most underrated player in the league. Um. Grand Hill is another underrated underrated player in the league. I said Grand Hill George, when I meant George Hill. George Hill. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's how underrated he is. We don't remember his name. Um, yeah, George Hill is another underrated player. Like they just have a ton of underrated players because nobody watches Utah play. Right? Hayward is one of my favorite players. LeBron Light, LeBron White, as we call him. There you go. I like that one actually. <laughs> um, yeah, he's just great, man. It's a great, great team, and I just. If you're picking the Clippers, I could see you going with like the brilliance of Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre. But I just feel like this is if they're ever gonna flame out, this is gonna be like the time. I was just gonna ask you if you feel like the narrative that the Clippers they know their window's closing. This this could be it. I mean, if Blake Griffin leaves, then then what? Right? Do they feel that pressure and make a run, or do they feel that pressure and flame out? Like and you they just, just said, crumble. You think they crumble, eh? Like, I just, 
Man, I used to love the Clippers so much, right? And I've seen them at their 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 peak of like how good they were when they were playing that when they lost to Houston. That was probably the best um, Clippers team. Actually, maybe not even because when they had Eric Bledsoe or Eric Bledsoe, when they had Eric Bledsoe, that was a good team too. And it's just like every single year the team has just gotten worse and worse, and the exits have been worse and worse, and the losses have been more and more traumatic. It's just. I don't, I don't know, man. I'm just out on the Clippers now. I can't. I can't. I can't deal with this anymore. <laughs> Here's how I view the Clippers, man. Is like they've been potential for so long that you've always held hope. They're kind of like that friend where you grew up with all your life, and you guys were really tight. And then as you got older, and you know people start going out, and you meet more friends, and you're like, "Hey, we're going out tonight. Are you gonna come?" And he's always like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," and he never shows up. Mm-hmm. And then you, every time you say like, "We're going out," are you gonna come? And he's like, "Yeah, I'll be there." And you're just like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." Like I'll believe it when I see it. That's yeah. the Clippers now. You'll believe it when you see it. And, of course, you know, that friend will show up every once in a while, but you'll believe it when you see it. And that's how I feel about the Clippers now. Yeah, man. I don't know. Doc Rivers is, you know... Overrated. Like, yeah, I'm, like, unsettled with him as a coach, and then... I don't know, man. It's just... <laughs> it's, maybe it's just disappointment I've felt over the past few years where I'm just like, man, this, this team's supposed to be so much better. Like, there's a point where there's three all-stars on this team. Yeah, and like, like Lob City, right? And they just could never—they can never sort out that small forward spot. Even now, it's not sorted out. They have Lukamba Mute playing the small forward for them, and it's just <sighs> like it's, right. They're fun to talk about. <laughs> so you're rolling with the Jazz, yeah, man. Seven. I got the Jazz in seven games. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take the Clippers in seven. Okay. I'm gonna. Go, I'm not very confident on that, but I'm gonna take the Clippers in seven. I feel like that Chris Paul back against the ball in Game Seven will get them over the over the. I like, guess is so bad. I'm trying to talk myself into this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Clippers in seven. I'm done. I'm done with this one. Clippers in seven. Okay. So Warriors versus Clippers. Like, do you even want to break that one down? Man, they're just gonna get. That's all. It's just insane. <laughs> That is a very good, astute way to uh, describe it. It's going to get bludgeoned. I mean, the, he- the games haven't even been close to competitive any time they've, they've played in, like, the past two years. Right, so... Yeah, I don't think... No, that's probably, like, f- like a five-gamer for me, to be honest. Seriously. Four. Sweep! I get, if the if the Sorry, if the Warriors are not messing around, they'll sweep. Okay, them. yeah, If they sweep. decided to dick around and, like, you know... Try and have fun showtime. Steph Curry doing those BS behind the back passes we've seen fail in the playoffs so many times. Then, yeah, five. But it's going to be wanna, such like, a, lay the clamps on them. They're going to crush them. It's going to be such a demoralizing loss because like they used to be rivals, like serious, serious rivals, and the Clippers had like the upper hand for a little bit, and then every year they run up against some sort of problem or they run up against Golden State and they lose in the second round. It's just. Look, for me, I think it's a wake-up call for the Clippers franchise. That's what the Warriors has become now, and this series will be an absolute slap in the face, get with the times, they got to change. Like, this culture, this core they have, it's not working. Yeah, man. They it's were not like, good enough to beat the Warriors. It's like, imagine having, like, their twin brothers, right? And then, you know, one was doing better in, in class or something like that, and then one goes to, like, one seems to have everything. You know, he was a 
uh, the captain of the football team. He was the quarterback on the football team. You know, he had his girlfriend was awesome. He's going to a sweet school, and the other dude is just like quietly. The dude's living in their brother's basement now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just weird, man. I don't know. The Clippers, man, I, I miss them, and they're t- I don't like their new uniforms. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of them either. They're just, <laughs> they're meh. They're okay. All right, Rocket Spurs. I think this series will be awesome. Me too. I thought we were, we were going into second rounds. I thought we were. I thought we were holding yeah, we back for the West. Okay. We might as well lay out a prediction. I think I got the the Rockets winning this game. Winning this really? Game. Yeah. Why? Because of that's the the playstyle, man. The the D'Antoni play like it's the revenge of the D'Antoni playstyle, like the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love hearing that. It's just the revenge of the Phoenix Suns, like D'Antoni. What? Like imagine, imagine you're net like a, having a ne- uh, nemesis. You always lose to them, and then this time it's like, you know what? My team is better, right? I actually have like my everything about my squad is better. I completely designed my team to basically counteract what your team does, and we're just gonna win. And I'm just like, I refuse to lose. And I feel like Dan Tony is in this mode right now. You know, Colonel Sanders is just like, I, I can't, I can't lose to, I can't lose to Pop again. I just can't, I can't, I can't have it. I'm on the Rockets in seven here too, just because I feel like that whole play style they play. Yes, the Spurs have the pieces to kind of counterattack it, but at the same time, the Rockets have the pieces to counterattack what the Spurs do. They're a lot more flexible in terms of being able to switch matchups. They have big men that can counterattack what the Spurs deploy because the Spurs big men are not dominating. Like, look, the Spurs got to slow down to really pound you with their big men. You know? Yeah, exactly. I don't know if you can do that against Houston. Yeah, not really, man. And if, we, if the if it ever gets into like a windshield wiper game, then Houston's going to kill them. Yeah, I think they run right out of the gym. Yeah, the three point shot is going to be insane. The good, the Spurs defense is good, but like it's a slow, methodical type of de- defense. Like it's kind of like a maze instead of like <laughs> instead of like a, somebody like tracking you down to stop you every time. It's just like the rotations are excellent, but. You know, if the team is faster than you, inherently, it's hard to rotate in time. I think it's just going to seven regardless. If these two teams meet, seven games. Yeah, I'm excited. That's that's one of the that's the second round. That's the most exciting game in the second round, other than Raptors and Cavs. Yep. Okay, Rockets Warriors. Rockets Warriors. That one, I just have the Warriors, and they're probably going to win it in like. I got Warriors in five, five or six. Six, six. If like one game, there's probably going to be one game where James Harden scores like fifty, and then there's going to be like another game where the Rockets go for like twenty, twenty-two of of forty from three or something crazy like that. I could see that. I just think the problem with this Rockets team against the, the Warriors is that they're not going to outscore them. You're not going to outshoot them. You're not going to outpace them. If you want to get into a run and gun match with the Warriors, good luck. I mean that's uh, that's what they're trying to do. I, I'm, that's the only thing I can assume. It's not like they're going to play defense. You know, it's not a uh, defensive app team. So they're just going to try to play up and down, get as many three pointers up as possible. This is the thing with the the Rockets. Is like the previous years is like they try to get threes up as much as possible, but they were like meh three point shooters. Not that they got like legit shooters, like legit. Oh, they're legit good looks shooters. now too. Yeah, and they're wide wide open looks. And legit shooters. That's why I think like they can win two games. It's like James Harden. He's going for like forty, twenty, 
and like 10, like a massive triple double. Or <laughs> yeah, something. like a huge line. I can see that too. <laughs> like a massive, massive triple double. Or um, they just bang home like 23s. And the score is like 130 to 125 or something like that. That's the I only think it'll be way. a lot of fun to watch. That's the only way I see it when the, the games are going to be like really fast paced, lots of scoring. It'll be fun to watch if you're a casual fan. Yeah. And I. It's like the shittiest analysis to just come on here and say, yeah, Warriors, 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 because you're not telling anybody telling anybody something they don't already know. Yeah. But man, yeah. the Warriors are going to win this series. Yeah. And then they move on to the finals and they play question mark. Not sure yet. You don't want to say it? It might be the Raptors. Oh, it's the Raptors, baby. <laughs> <laughs> onions, baby, onions. Break out the salami. The Raptors are going to be in the finals this year. I think it's going to be the Raptors in the finals, too. People think we I think people will think we're homers, though. I know. That's the only problem being like a Toronto site and saying the Raptors are going to be in the finals. But like, this is their best chance. I see it, man. I see it. I can see it happening. They're so and well then most people, I mean, cats. people understand that this is probably the most realistic uh, time for the, the Raptors to win, but we're, we're in this mode where it's like, if you're going to beat LeBron, you got to show me that you can beat LeBron. Nobody's going to, nobody will believe in it until that happens. That's been everybody, though. I mean, like, the Mavs were like that, too, in the finals when they played LeBron, and, you know, can they do it? Well, yeah, he's we been saw in the, did it. He's been in the finals for, what, six straight years? Yeah. So, you know. I mean, you could just say <laughs> it's death hard. taxes LeBron in the finals. Right. So it's, it's Those hard. Those three constants. It's score. hard to bet against him. So I can, understand. I can understand it. So one could say, you know, we're not being homers here. Maybe we got a, a bigger set of cojones than most people. Yeah. Maybe. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Raptors in the finals. I'm so excited, man. I'm excited However, for the However, the Warriors would smash them in in five. Yeah, I know. That's probably be a sweep. That, that's when I would have like a sweep like I don't even think the Raptors are anywhere close to the Warriors no. at all no <laughs> it, it's like it's like painful to say that because we're like on our high horse we're like Raptors to the finals but then like and when we get there we're just like yeah they're gonna get crushed this place looks nice is, is this where you guys like you know present the trophy and stuff it'd be it huge cool. for, it'd be huge yeah <laughs> <laughs> It'd be huge in Toronto, though, just to like for them to be in the finals. That'd be massive for Toronto. Yeah, huge, huge for the city, especially in a year where they're gonna have a lot of free agents. Mm-hmm. I mean, but if the Raptors make it to the finals, this core can pretty much say, hey, "Here's a blank check." Yeah, they would just lock it in and try to improve around yeah. the margins. All right, man. All right, Warriors, Raptors. Warriors Raptors in the finals, and then the Warriors sweep the Raptors. Maybe. I'm not as excited about that as I should be because it's like, all right, yeah, <laughs> Warriors Raptors. It's been real. You know, we had the Warriors losing max three games this postseason based on everything we're saying. Yeah, I don't find that that crazy. Remember that Lakers that Lakers team that only lost one game. Yeah, that, that was, no, I don't think it's crazy either. I think right. they can do it. So I definitely. You know, if somebody told me that they were just going to sweep all the way through, I'd, you know, I wouldn't say they were crazy. I wouldn't say they're crazy either, but... I think it's unlikely, but I wouldn't say I'd, it's crazy. I'd be trying to, you know, 
posture a bet with that person. <laughs> Give me a game. Just a game. <laughs> okay. <yeah. laughs> like, sure. You know what? Let's do that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's true. I'll some odds, too. But, yeah. Warriors are going to hoist the Larry O'Brien at the end of this season. Kevin Durant, NBA champion. How's that feel? I don't know. How do you feel about that? I, don't know. I know you're not necessarily a Durant fan. No, I'm a... Dude, I like Durant. I'm not a Westbrook fan. Okay. I know. I, we're going down a bad path now. I love Durant. I love, <laughs> I love, I love, I love Westbrook. Westbrook for MVP. Yeah, he's going to get it. I would have had my... He, he had my fan vote. I'm not... We're not getting into that either. Oh, the fan vote? Oh, no. Yeah, we're <laughs> it's, it's a sore spot right now. It's a great topic, <laughs> but it's a sore spot for reasons that... Uh, We'll keep tweeting tomorrow night. Oh, <laughs> you can time. message us off air and we'll describe it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Tip of the Tower Toronto Raptors podcast where we broke down all the NBA playoffs. As always, you can subscribe to the show on iTunes or SoundCloud at Tip of the Tower. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Tip of the Tower. You can follow me on Twitter at Crystal Cranitz. You can follow Demar on Twitter at Demar J. Grant. Enjoy the NBA playoffs, guys. We'll be talking to you quite a bit during the stretch run. Until then, take care. Later. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.